0: Barry Soper, senior political correspondent, with us now. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon. How resumed today? Yes, it did. Um, Parliament's back for a four-week sitting term, which is the longest this year. So there will be some fairly grumpy politicians at the end of it, I think. Uh, it's under urgency at the moment to consider things like three waters being scrapped, so that'll get a, a big earring. The golden-headed boy, if you look at the latest Curia poll, acts David Seymour didn't cover himself in glory when he attempted to help Speaker Jerry Brownlee with a ruling. Uh, Chris Hipkins was pitting himself against the, uh, the Prime Minister at the time. Here's the exchange. I don't want your assistance. You're either taking a new yeah. point of order or uh, Look, you're lost, Mr Speaker. <laughs> oh, yep. jeez. Arrogant. I've got a very long memory. Um, so I think it would be useful to put context around that. Does he agree with the Right Honourable Winston Peters about David Seymour? Well, it's disgraceful that somebody is so desperate. This petty, childish schoolboy behaviour just won't do. What I'm going to say to you is this is a coalition government of three parties. We have different views from time to time. Yeah, well, of course, that uh, comment was made by Winston Peters when he and Seymour were die-hard enemies. Uh, Now they're coalition partners, Here, such as The Nature of Politics. But uh, the bleating was very much to the fore in Parliament this afternoon, uh, with the cultural reports for judges getting an airing. Now, the Māori Party were attempting to score points with the Prime Minister over the scrapping of the publicly funded uh, cultural reports uh, for offenders in courts. Um, uh, co-leader Debbie Noriwa had a go, and then her sidekick, Ra- Waruri Waititi. Have a listen. What work is this government doing to ensure that Māori and those on lower incomes will not be unfairly sentenced as a result of this policy? Well, um, we are making sure that we actually have a fair system that is fair and stands up for the victims of crime, doesn't stand up for the offenders. Does he find it acceptable that Māori women make up 64% of the prison female population, while Māori men make up 50% of the male prison population? Uh, No, I don't find it acceptable and that's why we're working so hard on lowering crime. What what is the point of order? The point of order was is that he didn't answer the question around whether he finds it acceptable and what what is this government going to do about he it? He did. He did. Well, I think he I think he did. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Wasn't, it was no it, it wasn't even listening. Bad, yeah, was well, he? I don't know. He obviously wasn't listening, but um, tried to make a point, failed dismally. And uh, I think you can chalk one up. I bet that's not going (laughs) on the social media site. Um, Okay, so the MOU has been signed between the government and Waikato University for the third medical school. How long before the thing is actually up and running and pumping out our doctors? Well, that's a good point, isn't it? Um, You remember this came up last year, and um, uh, Neil Quigley, the Vice-Chancellor of um, uh, Waikato University, he was criticised for lobbying so hard the National Party, uh, who have had this as a policy for some considerable time. Yeah. But they never got it off the ground. Well, today an MOU, a Memorandum of Understanding, has been uh, signed by the university with the Ministry of Health. Now, uh, the point that you make, Heather, how long is it going to be before it's up and running? Well, I guess that's anybody's guess because the business case will now be considered. But I would imagine, uh, given that um, Neil Quigley has been working on this for so long, it will be. Um, it shouldn't be too long before they'll uh, get it up and running. And uh, what he says is that they need to train more doctors, uh, how they're going to keep, them the, keep the doctors where they want them to be. And that's essentially rural New Zealand is another matter. Maybe we'll see a bonding type system. Yeah, maybe. Barry, listen, I don't have a long time, but just explain something to me. So these dem- these requests for more funding for a new 111 system, how far did they get through the budget process with Grant Robertson before they were above? Well, they didn't, did they? That um, the, well he may not have considered it in the last budget because uh, it first came to the fore in August which was after his budget was delivered right but um look you know you cited that dreadful case of a woman on the phone uh, calling 111 and uh, the man overhearing it and killing her before the cops got there yeah. and that that's unsatisfactory we live in a digital age yep. and that's the point why can't you text a, an emergency line, or you know, something has to be, to be done, and yep. both the fire service and the police agree that it's got to be changed. Thank you, Barry. Appreciate it. Barry Soper, senior political correspondent. For more from Heather Duplicy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.